I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The Monster Cast. Episode 13? 13. <laughs> <laughs> that you just gonna leave that in yeah i'm totally leaving that welcome All back right. everybody to the monster cast episode 13 as we learned in the intro yeah <laughs> um to so for anyone joining for the first time welcome uh this is a podcast where we watch every episode of the monsters and discuss them usually two at a time uh we do so uh and we are on episodes 20 four and 25 i believe right now right yes okay so yeah i knew that (laughs) um and uh yeah so we're gonna dive on into that but before we do uh definitely check us out on facebook instagram and twitter um all at yeah we're on twitter even though i don't use it (laughs) yeah we're, we're trying to to use some of these a little bit more as we see more people joining in and stuff I see um, you'd use in the Twitter more. I'll stick to the Facebook. <laughs> and uh, and we're also on YouTube. If you're only listening to us on the audio version, we are on YouTube at the MonsterCast uh, YouTube channel there as well. All links are in our description. And if you want to ever reach out to us, let us know how we're doing. Let us know if you think we should change something, um, any insight, or if you want to just show up on the show and talk about the monsters or what you love about them you can also email us at the monster at outlook.com and uh, we're pretty good at responding to the emails now that we got it all set up so uh with that said um again i am mike shrews and this is my co-host tivis and let's dive into this yeah tivis. i'm also here <laughs> yeah i figure i do all the uh the pr stuff for you so you don't have to <laughs> So should we do some actual relatively recent news? Just so people know, this is our most recent, like, this is only a few days before you're going to hear it. Right. <laughs> this is, this is the closest episode we got to actual <laughs> release. Yeah. So um, do you have good news for us or some news for us for... Yeah, some monster casting. Okay. Catherine <laughs> uh, uh, Shell has been cast as Zoya Krupp for the upcoming Rob Zombie movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen her in the Doctor Who episode City of Death, which I didn't even recognize her, so that's incredible. Uh, she retired from acting in the 90s, and she's back. <laughs> right. Yeah, like I said, Rob Zombie is probably the only person I know that can get a lot of these actors who've retired 30, 40 years ago, you know, to come back and do some acting with him. Um they just i think he has the a great way of getting some of these older people back into it and it's it's worked out for a lot of people actually so especially um old like sci-fi and uh horror people for sure yeah 
Well, he's definitely got a passion for it. Yeah. I'll give him that. And I, I, I'm cautiously, like I said repeatedly, cautiously optimistic. <laughs> I'm curious uh, of how, how what the style will be like for the shooting, like seeing set pictures, things like that. It, it you know, it's it's hard to say. Uh, so yeah, I'm curious though. Um, Zoya Krupp. We have not seen that character, so I'm assuming it's a brand new character. Um, That's what I was just looking up. So everything I've seen for the character itself, anyways, uh, just shows her. Just shows um, the actress. Well, that... I did find out that she's a gypsy. Okay. Which I don't know if that's the proper term anymore. <laughs> they keep, they they keep changing it, it on me. If they used it, then it's fine. Yeah, I, yeah, that's why I said it. But yeah, uh, but, yeah, yeah. I, I so I see nothing else for the character, so it has to be an all new character. That's what it's looking like. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's another original. All right. So he's creating more original characters with like the hundred characters we've already had. You know, just within the first twenty five episodes. Why not bring some of those ones in? I'm curious of what the actual story is going to be for this film and how it will be laid out and stuff. So, uh, any other monster news before we dive uh, in? Well, didn't you find out something about uh, Pat? Pat Priest? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and this is kind of like relatively new. Well, to go in with it, uh, she actually... Um, Pat Priest, who is the new um, Marilyn, uh, or the second Marilyn, Marilyn 2.0, is that what we should call her? <laughs> I don't know. I think that implies that the previous actress wasn't that great, which she was. Yeah. Um, so she is actually, uh, rest in peace, Betty White, but she actually played Betty White's um, little sister, or younger sister in the show, the Mary Tyler Moore show. Uh, if anyone's ever watched that, you can find her in there. And uh, yeah, so I thought it was really we were just looking for a way to mention Betty White. Yes, you know, I legend. was. Um, <laughs> I wasn't looking for a way, but it just happened to pop up when I was, I was. Uh, looking for stuff on Betty White and everything for another show that we do. So, yeah, um, I thought that was interesting. An interesting little fact. And if people want to check out, there is this website called Universal Monster Universe dot com. Um, and it has so much stuff in there. Uh, and, and they do breakdowns of meeting every single monster um, cast member and stuff like that as well on there as well. Uh, or as well, as well, as well. Wow. I keep repeating as the well. same words as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, that's all I got on that part, man. You know, it's, it's not as good as my Transylvania University find that I had. <laughs> um. So do you want to dive into this or do you got more for us? Uh, we can dive into it. Awesome. So we're diving into episode 24. Four. I thought we were going to say it in unison, but I just took over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Season one, episode 24. Love Locked Out. Aired March 4th, 1965. Written by James B. Alderice, Tom Adir. And Norm Liebman. Norm Liebman. Uh, directed by Charles Barton, who 
is new to the monsters. This is his only monsters episode, but he did 17 episodes of the 1958 Zorro, which I mean, I like Zorro, Mm -hmm. but he also did the 1948 Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Nice. (laughs) Nice. pull. So he's, uh, he's kind of an old hat to these type of characters. Yeah. Um, we should watch that this for epi- this show. We should watch that movie for this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for I, like a filler complain. episode. I <laughs> uh, guess this week we had Elliot Reed as Dr. Harville Baxter. Oh my God. I just realized that that's the Scrubs character's name. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't catch that in when we were watching it? No. <laughs> uh, he was also Mr. Armstrong in Seinfeld. Uh, that's. The only thing I recognized, uh, Norman Grabowski as Winthrop, uh, who played treble in Batman and Brian O'Byrne as uh, Calvin, who was the organist in Spaceballs and Mr. Carlisle in Happy Days. OK, so just a few other shows that I find mildly interesting. So Elliot Reed was also a real person. Yeah. Um, deceased in 2013. He was in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Not a real person, but <laughs> he's dead. That's what I meant. <laughs> well, yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, yes. Rest in peace. Uh, 1920 to 2013. That, it's almost 100 years there, too. Man. Fuck death for killing all these people before they hit 100, man. So close. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> let's dive into this. Uh, just so people know for this episode, this we are probably little... both running on very little sleep. I know for sure. I, I, I probably am. have a little more than you do. You were up way later. Though. <laughs> I stopped texting you around 1.30 in the morning. So I was just like, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, when I went home. Yeah. Episode 24, Love Locked Out. After Herman gets home late from an office party, Lily locks Herman out of their bedroom. When they are unable to reconcile, Lily and Herman seek counseling. That's a good. That's a good synopsis. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to critique the they leave out they, uh, now. they leave out the part where they seek counseling separately. separately. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the part you're supposed to watch the episode for, man. So basically, you know, that that explains it. Herman. uh, So we open this episode as they're eating again at the table, as they always do. They're having breakfast and uh, the carpool pulls up. So he got his job back. Right. And and I almost felt like this was like almost the same scene we had seen before. That's what I felt, too. I have right here in my notes. This feels like what we saw a few weeks ago, but in reverse. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. Uh, he starts speed eating as his carpool arrives and grandpa's excited, which is weird, right? This whole episode it was like kind of him. weird. Grandpa's weird in this whole episode. Yeah, he is. Uh, he tells Lily he's going to be uh, attending an office party and he promises to be home by 630. Cut to his co-workers in the car and they're like, the party don't start till nine. This book won't be home till midnight <laughs> at the earliest. <laughs> yeah. So they're basically setting Herman up to, to get in trouble, um, which is it, it, 
it, it's nice to see them though how they're interacting about herman they seem like they don't give a crap you know about his appearance yeah, and stuff like that they so, worked with him for years they, yeah they know him by now so it's it's cool to see that you know um part Two of people this. Who aren't afraid of him yeah <laughs> they actually sound like they're you know excited to hang out with him and they're messing around with him too so they're not yeah. scared of him for sure <laughs> so yeah it, it was cool to see that part but yeah there's just like oh yeah he's not gonna be home till at least midnight and he tells his wife he's gonna be home at what time like 9 6 30 6 30 okay yeah. yeah so uh i do question where the hell he works because is a funeral home having a big old party like this <laughs> well there's another uh, a line later in the episode where uh, somebody asks, you know, does he get buried at work? And Lily goes, once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, does he also work in a graveyard? What? Maybe he just falls asleep in the in the caskets or something, and they accidentally bury him. Maybe that would make sense. Yeah. Oh, that would be horrible for the family. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Uh, can we see that episode, please? Yeah. <laughs> a work, a, a whole day of Herman's work. Gosh, I hope we get an episode like that. Um, we're getting closer. We're getting more clear. Yeah, more and more stuff for him breaks out. So yeah, so, he he goes off to the party basically because mm-hmm. we don't see him working at all today. No, it's just him going to the party. Um. And uh, there's not a whole lot that really takes place between besides uh, Lily getting pissed things, off. But, uh, Lily is uh, we cut to Lily knitting in the living room as mm-hmm. Eddie comes in and she's like, "What you know, takes- when's dad going to get home? She goes, well, you know, sometimes they need to attend parties to keep morale up. And he goes, yeah. oh, another office party, huh? Yeah, <laughs> this is apparently a common occurrence. Uh, we also find out that his werewolf doll is named Wolf Wolf. Wolf Wolf. Yeah, I think he said that before, though. Did yeah. he? Okay. Yeah, he said I Wolf Wolf know. before. Um, uh, we also, and then he f- he he takes Spot up to his bedroom <laughs> to go. To yeah, because Spot isn't feeling well. <laughs> yeah, so he uh, opens up the stairwell, and we get some more f- cool footage of Spot under the stairs. And yeah, uh, the animatronic you, is cool. Yeah, we don't see Spot moving, but you hear the of him going up the stairs somehow. I, I feel like this was included just because they wanted to show that thing off again, which why wouldn't you? That thing is right. awesome. They, they, as much as they probably spent on making it, you mm-hmm. know, why not show it off as much as you can? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the, the Raven announces that it's nine o'clock and the, uh, what is he? The bum isn't home yet. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's nine o'clock now. And he's like, wait, actually the bum isn't home. now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, he says, I mean, the bum isn't home now, <laughs> or yet, or some shit like that. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I was like, Can someone just kill the bum? And, and I thought it was ironic or kind of interesting that, like, you know, you have the spot scene, and he's like, Oh, a boy just loves his pet, and then the bird pops out. I thought the bird was gonna say something smart ass, like, Yeah, no one loves me. Like, <laughs> I am happy that they're getting away from Edgar Allan Poe quotes with him. Mm. Why not? You don't like the Poe, man? Come on. No, I said that before. Man. You, this, so is, Lily this is why. Calls up. 
<laughs> Billy calls up the work uh, and Herman answers. She's like, this is Lily. What do you mean, Lily who? <laughs> it's nine o'clock. The party just yeah. started and Herman is clearly already drunk. <laughs> is he drunk or is he just like distracted so much? Because it is loud. They do. They he do seems drunk. Really? Yeah. Uh, I guess like, maybe a little bit, a little, little tipsy. Very similar to my dad. Who's <laughs> <laughs> not a mean drunk, by the way. He's a hugger. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Herman's uh, again. This is a scene where we see the flowers in the background again, which kind of allude to the uh, the floral arrangements for the mm-hmm. um uh uh shit. Funerals and stuff, funeral services. So yeah. again, we're we're trying to allude to where he works. I mean, he does get picked up in a hearse, so it's like yeah. there's not much illusion there. So <laughs> it's like no, this is a, he he works at a funeral home in some fashion. So uh, so the entire time he's like taking the phone away from his ear, not listening to Lily. Which yeah, big mistake. Anyone who's married. Do not not listen. <laughs> Especially on the phone because you can't like say, oh shit, or you, you can't fix that mistake as easily as in person. Like I'll be sitting here, my wife will say something, and I'll zone out for a second, be like, dude, I wasn't listening. What'd you say? <laughs> oh, I just get Yeah, I get that. <laughs> so, you're not listening to me, are you? Yeah. Can you repeat that? <laughs> I know my wife doesn't ever listen to me, so, you know, the the most she probably listens to me is when she listens to these podcasts that we do. (laughs) At least she listens. (laughs) But yeah, so, um, yeah, that's a big no-no. I do like that even as we're, we cut away from the scene of her hanging the phone up, when we come back to her, they took the time to still have her walk away and pull the phone booth thing so it moves in. They didn't mm-hmm. cut to it already being pushed in. So I, I like that, that they took the time yeah. to just show, hey, look, it, again, it probably has to deal with they built the fucking thing. They're like, we're going to utilize these things as much as we can because, you know, we wasted this money and the facts. And yeah, so but yeah, I, she, I like uh, the, the production part of that where they didn't just cut to it already closed up um and then uh, uh, uh she walks over to grandpa yeah i like this <laughs> this one right here and she's like uh, so angry you go you, you can say it since you like it that she's like she's so mad uh she's on her way to bed she's like she's so mad she could chew nails yeah. which grandpa then offers her some railroad spikes and she acts like she's going to, it's like, it's, it's a great, cause you know, they always say, you know, chewing your nails is a bad habit. So yeah. they make this out to kind of like a, a smoker who's like, Oh, I want one, but I shouldn't. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's a great bit of acting. And then grandpa, she walks away, not taking a nail. Um, and then mm-hmm. grandpa ends up just like, eh, and he starts chewing them. Like they're like, <laughs> like pretzels or something. <laughs> it's like, what? I was really curious what they were. So I'm sure they were like some type of pretzel cookie or something like that. Because oh, probably he actually was eating those things. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah uh, I wouldn't be shocked, uh, honestly. Or fondant. Did they have fondant back then? 
Might have just been fondant. Oh, that stuff's so nasty. Do not Would eat that fondant. Would that have melted? No. Fondant doesn't. No. That's the whole point of fondant. It, it, no. It's e- pliable and, you know, well, to a point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a baker. So, in fact, every time I try, I try. Oh, okay. Okay. Here's a little story. The other <laughs> night, my wife asked me for one of those. Um, it's like a tiny lava cakes you can make in the microwave. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, the ingredients are in the box in the uh, pantry. So I go get it. I pull it out. I like put it in the bowl that I'm going to make it in. And I'm like, well, that's real weird looking. I put it in the microwave. Five minutes goes by. This isn't hardening up. I'm like, what is wrong with this thing? She comes down. Did she just try to microwave frosting? (laughs) Like, I guess so. And now you said we, it was in the box. Now, now we I know, grabbed the thing out of the box. Now we know who the Herman is on this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good one. Man, yeah. this is why every house needs cameras in it. <laughs> oh, boy. So Herman gets home. He uh, breaks his key in the door and decides to just bust through it. So at this point, I'm like, so what's the locked out part of this episode? <laughs> right. I, swear I was confused for a minute from the title. Love locked mm-hmm. out. I was like, OK, so he's going to get locked out. Nope. It was that because I was like, yeah, he could just bust the door. As soon as his key broke off, I was like, dude, he literally walks through the door like all the time. Like, how is this going to affect him? But yeah, then Why he just they smashes even lock the door, right? But uh, he just smashes the uh, a little hole instead of just you know popping the whole yeah, door off. Opens it up. For Either the way, inside. he's got to replace the whole door now. So uh, he goes into the living room to wake Grandpa, who's sleeping in there upside down. Oh yeah, Grandpa gives zero fucks in this episode. By the way, um, oh no, he doesn't. It, it, it's literally in my notes here. So. Uh, Herman comes in. He's all happy. He's singing his his song. I forget the word, lyrics to the song, um, but he was just singing it back and See, forth. Do and, I have it? And it was a good little rhythm and stuff going on. And the and uh, he moonlight turns, on the ganks. Is that what it is? I think so. I might be pronouncing that last one wrong. Okay. It's by the Village Stompers, and it hit the Billboard Hot 100 singles in December of 1964. So, moonlight on the Ganks are on the river. G-A-N-G-E-S. Gangs? Oh. Oh, yeah. Frank. Oh, yeah. It's a Frank Sinatra song. Duh. Oh, well, originally by the Village Stompers. Well, Frank Sinatra did it, too. Yeah, well. Moonlight against my He was also hand. involved with the Mafia. Whoa. <laughs> These lyrics, man. Um, yes, Frank Sinatra was involved with the Mafia. <laughs> Who wasn't back in the day? <laughs> yeah, well, you could ask the same thing about recent, but uh. <laughs> but yeah. So Herman goes in, sees Grandpa hanging upside down, sleeping. Uh, another cool scene because we get to see them interact while he's upside down. Which um, does Grandpa have a bedroom? He has the dungeon or the lab. Doesn't he also or say he has something in the attic too? He had that attic. The oh. only stuff in the attic was that one room we've seen before, with the, yeah. his wife's That's big brazier and stuff. Does he not have a bedroom? He just sleeps he just wherever sleeps he hangs. wherever the hell he wants. Yeah, like a grandpa. 
Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like wherever they pass out, that's where they're sleeping that day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Grandpa gives zero shits in this one. So he's uh Herman's like, oh yeah. Um. Where's Where's Lily? And he's like, oh he she's upstairs waiting for you. Grandpa sets him (laughs) up. He sets his ass up too. He doesn't. He gives no heads up to Lily being mad. And it's literally my one note for this scene was Grandpa, no care in the world, doesn't even give Herman a heads up to Lily being pissed off. And (laughs) I was just like, are you serious? Like. And it's interesting because in previous episodes, we've seen Grandpa try to keep Herman out of the doghouse. But this time he's just like, no, we're going to have some fun today. More reason, I think, Grandpa's just to say this. (laughs) (laughs) And a serial killer. Still, Um, I digress. So Herman walks up the stairs and goes to the bedroom, tries to go into the uh, end of the bedroom, but Mm -hmm. it's locked. Yeah. Now we get to the locked out part. <laughs> yeah. I, I really thought he was just going to break this door down, too. But That's what I thought, too. Like, Why doesn't he break his own bedroom door? He breaks everything else in this maybe free house. Maybe the interior doors are more expensive. <laughs> or they're made yeah, more... Yeah, they don't use that set that often, so maybe they don't want to replace it. Right. Well, no, I mean, like, for Herman himself. Like, in, in world, not in oh, reality. Yeah, man. Maybe the know. bedroom doors are a little harder to replace because it's an older house. The exterior doors, you know, you oh, yeah, change those out easier. So you just put an or old maybe threshold. maybe just and... likes the way the inside looks and tells him not to break it. Right. So uh, Lily, who pretends to not be there at first, then throws a plant at the other side of the door. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to actually hit you, but... We're gonna just make a big old mess. Um, then he uh, this is, I have another note. He's a drunk idiot. Uh, he bends down. I'm telling you, man, he had some drinks. Uh, bends down. He's like, Pussycat wants to come to bed. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, no, no, weird before when you that, say it, man. Before he even says that, he said a line that was like, I was like, I wouldn't. The only time I would say it is as a joke to my wife, but he's like, open the door, be a good little wife. I was like, oh shit. That's why I think he was drunk. <laughs> I was like, damn. Like, the only time I would do that is if I'm just fucking with my wife. <laughs> and I know I'm going to get hit either way, even if it's a joke. So, uh, <laughs> naturally and correctly, Lily grabs his pillow and an extra blanket shoves it out into his face in the hallway and slams the door in his face at least she was nice enough to do that instead she's been like you're sleeping downstairs peace (laughs) because i mean we have seen them just sleep on grandpa's like surgical table or whatnot so yeah when he was trying not to eat for thanksgiving right but yeah, so he terrorized that neighbor house so she shoves him downstairs and then we are down on the couch with Herman dreaming as he snores and snoring and he's pulling the flame towards him every time he breathes in and then out. And I I think that was pretty cool. I I wonder if that was a practical effect or if they did that after the fact, it looked practical though. Like they look like they shot it with him on the couch. I have no idea what was possible back then. So right. I thought it was practical. And maybe they used some uh, 
some different like force perspective yeah force perspective to make it look closer to him because that fire looks like it got real close to her yeah and and with how hot it was it would have melted a lot of the prosthetics too Mm -hmm. (laughs) regardless if it got onto him or not um but it was a cool effect i like that you know it's just adding a little bit more gas to it Uh, and then uh cat the cat yeah who that's apparently its name as we learned yeah uh comes and starts sniffing his hand and he thinks it's literally come to collect him until he wakes up yeah i think the cat was because licking his hand though not just sniffing was it, it? yeah because like, he I was like tell. no matter what you do i'm not coming upstairs <laughs> and then he he turns over and it's just like oh and then the cat like roars at him <laughs> this was and a cool the- episode though because we saw more pets in this episode yeah like, we saw like every pet the only one i don't think we saw igor though we don't see igor no we didn't see igor so we, or the invisible man again he has he's been missing for a while he's invisible he, yeah he could, he be, could be in lily's room right now <laughs> that's wrong uh <laughs> So the leaky faucet starts driving him nuts. Uh-huh. So, uh, and at this point, I I made a note. The cat is being incredibly adorable. Like he's got his arm around it, and I I couldn't help it. I'm like, oh, that's that's cute. <laughs> but he goes and tries to fix the uh, the sink. Bumps into the harp. Complains about not having any light. Then lights a match. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never been in pitch black with a match. Yeah, or Pitch Darkness with a match. Pitch Black was a movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> does that give off enough light to move around a room? Because I felt like the light they were producing was way more than that. Like they were shining a spotlight or something. Uh, well, yeah, because they need more light. The 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 match light isn't going to be enough for the film that they were using yeah. at the time. But um. A, uh, just like a little match like the from a matchbook those ain't giving off much light at all yeah, I didn't in, think in so pitch either. black um you're probably looking at more like those long fire starter matches uh because the little Sparkler. ones also you know burn up in your hand super fast too if you're holding them like that to try and use it as a light so hmm. this is why we invented lighters or flashlights <laughs> or just lights well, you don't always have lights, so there's portable he ways did. to they do it. They didn't have a power outage. He just didn't want to hit the switch. Yeah. Which is weird because he ha- hit it when he came his way back. But yeah, so he goes to fix the sink and instead of fixing it, he rips it out of the wall, ties it into a knot and leaves it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like nodding up the pipes. I'm like, that. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. one way to fix it, I guess. Yes. And, and it's like, of all the things that I've seen throughout this show, of the 20, this was episode 24, so of all the 24 episodes I've seen, that's the most unbelievable thing. <laughs> 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 I can believe there's Frankenstein's monster and all that shit. Yeah, but, uh, but that? Is it tying it into a knot or stopping the drip from the sink? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Tying it into a knot, uh, you'd have to crimp the pipe for it to stop dripping. Anyway, that was clearly a hose, right? Yeah, yeah. 
But I think they 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 wanted you to think it was a pipe. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes back into the living room with the lights on, I might add. Mm-hmm. It starts uh, flicking them off when a mouse comes out and he freaks out. Apparently he's afraid of mice. Uh, that wakes up Eddie and Grandpa and Eddie come running down the stairs to see what all the yelling's about. So I did not realize he was afraid of mice. I think that's a I think that's a thing for Frankenstein's monster. Is it? Uh, I'm gonna look it up. I know it was fire and my most exposure to the character is young Frankenstein, so I got the uh, parody version. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, I've I read the actual book, the Prometheus. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, the Mary Shelley's book of Frankenstein. Yeah, Prometheus. No, it's called Frankenstein. They changed the name. Yeah. They had to. <laughs> they had to. Anyway. Did you find anything? No. Nope. Okay. Nothing <laughs> That's what I was waiting mice. on. <laughs> Sorry. So, you know, they're like, there's no mouse here. Why don't you relax? Here, take Wolf Wolf and go to sleep. Uh, then we cut to the next morning. And uh, Lily refuses to acknowledge him at first. Then after he slams the table and they lose everything that's on it because uh, it never comes back it just floats into space uh she gives him three prune pits sorry yeah <laughs> my hat was caught on the microphone thing it wouldn't move yeah i was wondering why you were just so silent i'm like is everything all right over there yeah i was looking up the, the prometheus frankenstein thing was what you were talking about what do you yeah. Oh, yeah, the modern just... Prometheus. That's what it was. It wasn't just Prometheus when oh, it was originally oh, okay. titled. I've always yeah. just called it Prometheus. All right. No. The modern Prometheus. After the ancient Greek myth of Prometheus. And then they made that dumbass movie called Prometheus. And yeah. Nah, Ridley Scott. Mm. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> Herman gets desperate enough to ask grandpa for advice, which is the dumbest thing anyone can do. Uh, uh. And he just tells Herman, stand strong. She'll get over it. Cut to yeah. night four of him on the couch. Grandpa says, doesn't seem like she's getting over it. <laughs> Grandpa's an asshole. Um, yes, he is. So let's jump to this one part because I, I enjoyed this part here. Uh, so after these days, uh, Lily's complaining to Marilyn and Herman, I think also complained to her as well, or was it to grandpa? I think it was, um, about counseling. They're basically both complaining. They're going to end up going to counseling or Marilyn well, suggests counseling. Meryl suggested to Lily and, uh, grandpa for once gives an advertisement to Herman, which is usually reversed. Right. <laughs> usually Herman's the one finding the. The things in the back of the, you know, the send mm-hmm. a quarter in for this <laughs> pages. The old comic books, man, they don't do that anymore. I wish they did. Anyway, um, <laughs> the x ray glasses. I'll enjoy that when we read the Munster comics, seeing those things mm-hmm. in there. If I actually pick the comics up or we read the digitals, we'll see. <laughs> um, so 
What digitals? There are no digitals. Digitals don't exist. Yeah, they're definitely not out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we get uh, Lily goes to the counselor first. At, at first, I thought they were going to talk about this and go t- as a team. Yeah, I like, thought together. they were going to together, but Lily's like Herman cannot find out. Right. I was like, <laughs> how is he not going to find out that he's going to counseling with you? But. I, okay. I have the opening line for both Herman and uh, uh, okay. Lily yep. because I thought they were just timeless jokes. Uh, so they open up. Yeah, goes, now, what is your problem? Lily goes, well, to begin with, doctor, I'm married. He <laughs> goes, don't be ashamed. Virtually every person who walks through that door has made that same mistake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that one made me laugh. Yeah, that's that's why I had to put it verbatim. <laughs> oh man! So, uh, can I just say, her, a, yes. as a marriage counseling thing, if if you have one spouse coming to you, that's not marriage counseling. No, that's just counseling. That's just yeah, it's just counseling. And two, if you're calling it marriage counseling and only one spouse shows up. I'm thinking you're boning that person. <laughs> what the hell, dude? I didn't go that direction. I was thinking there's no point to the counseling. Right. Yeah. There's no point because it's a you're supposed to have a two way conversation. Well, mm-hmm. kind of like a three way conversation, but still mediator. And yeah, I got gotcha. you. Y'all know what I'm talking about. No one knows what I'm talking about. Go seek help if you need it. <laughs> Don't be ashamed. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, so she's they to start talking about Herman. She's like, so where when was he born? And I thought we were gonna get like a time or uh, where was he born? I'm like, where are we gonna get an origin? She's like, oh, he wasn't born, he was made. Yeah, he's like, oh, a self made man then. No, he had help. Yeah, and, and we get a little bit more though to Herman's uh, backstory here. Um, so he's uh says that there's one doctor that created him, mm-hmm. one doctor. Uh, and he stopped. The doctor stopped after uh, making Herman. So, which th- means Charlie is the older brother. That's what I, my my other yeah. part of this was. I was like, so I guess Charlie is his older brother and not younger brother. Um, but how many more Frankenstein's monsters did the doctor make before Herman? That's the question. Yeah. Don't they say that he only has one sibling? So I think it's just the two of them. Maybe those are just the same. Those are the two that were made out of some of the same parts since they look Maybe. similar. And that's why they're brothers. <clears throat> could be. Could be. Hmm. We'll have to get back to that one. <laughs> so his <laughs> advice is to tell her, you have to apologize. And at this point, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. 60s. It's, you know, always got to forgive the man. <laughs> No, he's saying that make him feel guilty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay, that's a better plan <laughs> than what I thought they were going to do. <laughs> I should know better. This show is not like most others. That's why I like it. Yeah. Uh, Especially for its time, man. Like, yeah. You know, because back in the city, like you said, in the 60s, it's like, oh, yeah, the man's right. Just go apologize. Yeah. Say you're sorry. <laughs> that's seriously where I thought it was going at first. <laughs> yeah. No, this doctor seems like he surface level. He doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing, 
But, no, especially not after Herman leaves. <laughs> but when you look back at it, at how it works out, it's like maybe he does. Maybe, he, you know, but also he doesn't know that they're a couple. That He doesn't know that they are together. So, yeah, um, because they both come in individually uh, on their own time and uh, don't even say names because he doesn't want to know names either. Yeah, that's another yeah, thing he, he even said. says that. It's like, I'd rather not know your names because it makes the it, confidentiality makes you more open to me, basically. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool, too. Yeah. So uh, Lily leaves and then it's Herman's turn. Uh, he comes in. He's like, oh, your secretary ran out the window and climbed up to the roof. <laughs> <laughs> then the guy looks at him. He's like, good God, man, what happened to you? <laughs> he thinks he's been beat by his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's nice that they put some kind of care in domestic abuse, I guess. <laughs> Cause uh, you know, that's 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 one of the unspoken ones is sometimes the guys do get beat. Mm-hmm. So here's what he says Tell to her. Do you need to tell us something? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh no, no before anyone starts thinking that, no. Uh I'm just saying that's uh, some men are ashamed for some yeah. reason. Uh now let's begin at the beginning. <laughs> Herman, well, the wife locked me out of the bedroom and won't let me in. <laughs> like, I, naturally, but has she done anything unusual? <laughs> Which I took as, you know, uh, after marriage, there's no love life anymore. <laughs> That's where I got my uh, uh, the humor from that. But did you get a different interpretation? <laughs> I didn't interpret that part. I just assumed <laughs> that Herman has so far in their marriage of whatever hundred years or so they've been together. Um, he hasn't experienced these little spats of being kicked out of the bedroom. So he's over exaggerating everything. I think inside of his head anyways, I haven't experienced it either. So you haven't, no, no, no. Usually I just get the silent treatment, but I still get to go in bed. Yeah. I've never been kicked out of the bedroom. So, (laughs) But we haven't been married for hundreds of years. <laughs> That's true. We only we're heading into seven and a half now. <laughs> so uh, he gives Herman the exact same advice, but this is the right advice because mm. Herman is in the wrong, but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he tells like, oh, you got to apologize first because then that'll show her i forget the reasons but it's something stupid it'll show her um that you see the error of your ways she will think that you actually care about the situation about her feelings things like that so that's right yeah (laughs) you should actually care you jackass (laughs) (laughs) oh so then we cut to uh herman and lily uh trying to be the first ones to apologize Mm. And then they start arguing over who's trying to save their marriage. Yeah. And then Herman apologizes, which pisses Lily off. And Herman is not happy that she's not accepting graciously. Yeah. So they end up starting fighting again anyways. And then Herman follows her ass upstairs and says, demands even almost 
Well, in a demanding voice, I should say, I'm not sleeping downstairs. I'm sleeping in my room. I'm sleeping in my room. I'm sleeping in my room. He repeats it like a big baby. He throws his uh, tantrum, which usually follows him breaking something. So I'm like, well, there was the bedroom door. But nope, he still continues to not do that. So then he realizes that he's not going in that bedroom tonight um, and walks away sad. And and, and then he's... and he's there. He like rotates out in from this yeah. like coffin thing, and just hands him his uh his wolfie. Uh, wolf, wolf. Yeah, wolf wolf. He hands him wolf wolf. And it doesn't say a thing. Just gets back in, turns back around, and and Herman was like, "Thank you, son," and then puts it up and cuddles it and shit. It's just like, what is going on? <laughs> So then we get Grandpa downstairs making a potion. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh God, it's going to be another love potion. Oh yeah, him and Lily are trying to figure out something. No, no, no. It's Herman, Merrill, and Eddie are downstairs. Oh yeah, Herman, Merrill, Marilyn. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he's like, oh, it's going to make synthetic measles. <laughs> he's going to give it to Eddie and make them so worried about him. And I'm like. And he goes, do I have to drink it? He goes, no. He has a paintbrush. It's just paint. He yeah. starts dotting Eddie's face. Well, he did say synthetic, so I mean, you know. Yeah, that that one got me. I didn't expect that at all. <laughs> well, because Grandpa's always making some type of concoction where it's, it goes awry anyways. So if he would have made a potion that gave Eddie actual like measles, it probably would have infected the entire world and killed everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, Grandpa and his potions. Uh, so he learned this from Shirley Temple. Hmm. Had to make a note of that because uh, Shirley Temple was the my grandpa or grandma's favorite actress. Uh, really? Yeah. Cool. And so Lily calls for Herman. She's freaking out. Herman runs upstairs. And first of all, they don't go into Eddie's room that we've seen before. They go into the guest room. Mm-hmm. So there's a little production error that IMDb didn't get or catch. Uh, I've watched enough of the show to realize Eddie's room is on the left side, not the right of that hallway. <laughs> Maybe they were coming up and the camera angles from the opposite way. Did you ever think of that? No, because we see him come up the stairs and then. Are you sure? We know that you go up the stairs, go down that hallway. It's guest room, Eddie, uh, well, Herman which way and Lily's is the room, and then what pointing? I can only guess is, is Marilyn's on the other side. Is the camera pointing towards the stairs or away from the stairs in that shot? Towards the stairs. Because they don't run at the camera. And you're certain about that? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So they go to the room. Herman faints, and Lily is so scared that uh, she says that she loves him, and Grandpa is pleased that his scheme works. And then uh, they say... They left Eddie with Grandpa. Excuse me, sorry about that. Uh, left Eddie with Grandpa for a minute, and he's cured. It's a miracle. <laughs> yeah, a miracle cure. I, I sometimes I think too that might have been to 
boost grandpa's uh uh appearance within the family to make him seem like he actually well at least with lily and herman because he's fucked up so many um potions and stuff in the past that hey i actually cured your kid and there's no weird side effects <laughs> look at that i think it was also it, it, it might have been to help the relationship but i think it was also to help himself in the long run it, i i could believe that um again and then, i uh, think grandpa's a horrible horrible person <laughs> oh he totally is why is he so likable because <laughs> <laughs> he's funny uh but the end, the last thing we see is Herman swearing off office parties, going to the piano and begins singing his song as he's playing and smoke billows out of this thing. Mm-hmm. And the family comes to join them. And I'm shocked. Uh, none of them started choking in this because well, it like envelops them completely. It's, it's supposed to be the dust and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think they even said like, uh, like she had to fill it with dust before or some crap in one of the other episodes maybe uh, it's clearly like a fog machine but yeah even still if you've been in the the smoke of a fog machine that stuff can be pretty potent sometimes Mm -hmm. i can only imagine what they put in it back then mercury poisoning or whatever yeah yeah it's crazy yeah Yeah. so then we end the episode right there yeah nice little family togetherness moment which we can't actually see (laughs) I wonder if they meant that or if they were just like, all right, screw it. It's it happened. Let's let's take it. Let's go with that know. cut. The, the last thing we hear though is Herman beginning to laugh, which I'm like, oh, he's taking big breaths this thing out. <laughs> Might have been also uh, you know dubbed, so it could have been, but it looked like he was actually doing it. Yeah. All right. So that's episode twenty-four. Four. Love locked out. My hat stuck again. There we go. <laughs> so, um, do you have any extra bits and pieces about this episode for us, man? Uh, I already said it. It was just the uh, the music. Just the music. All right. Yeah. So let's so, dive in. I really this. enjoyed this one. Did you? Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Mm. Oh, oh, it was okay for me. There was a lot of shows, like, eh, but I was like, all right. So I, I understood what they were doing. That was good. I, all the jokes landed, and of, I think they all performed of these perfectly. two episodes. <laughs> I enjoyed this episode more for sure than the next episode. That's understandable. I literally have one <laughs> note for the next episode, and I'll read it as we start that one. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> oh, just so listeners know, uh, we were originally going to do this the week prior to when we are, and uh we weren't able to so i listed out my notes and stuff Mm -hmm. i didn't actually watch the episodes yet i didn't realize until what yesterday i think i told you oh shit i didn't so uh, i we almost came into this without me knowing what the hell we were going to talk about (laughs) (laughs) thank god i realized i didn't yeah but you have watched the episodes and everything now I watch these. Okay. These held well, you, my interest. You just said you didn't watch them for a second. No, I almost didn't. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So episode 25, my man. All right. Season one, episode 25. I'm going to keep repeating you. <laughs> Come back, little Googie. The teleplay was written by Joe Connolly and Bob Mosier and story by Leo Rifkin, who is new 
This is his only Monsters episode, but he worked on both versions of the Adams Family and My Favorite Martian. So he's a trader. I see. I see you. I see that shit. <laughs> uh, then uh, Joseph Pevney is back to direct, which, mm-hmm. if you remember, he did both of last week's episodes. I am excited to get to the guests. Uh, we have Billy Mur- uh, Murney. I think that's how you pronounce his last name as Gookie Miller, which many of you. Uh, well, you OK, the first one you may not know. Uh, he was originally cast as Eddie Munster. But his parents oh, really? didn't approve of the extensive makeup. Huh. I would be pissed off if I was that kid. But also is, uh, good for us fans because Butch is a lot better, I think. Uh, those of you may recognize Billy because he was Will Robinson in Lost in Space. Yes. I did and, recognize that. Yeah. <laughs> and he also plays Dr. Zachary Smith of the new version of the show. Uh, which I still have to start. In I'm excited new, to get in to the it. new the Netflix one. Yeah. Dr. Zachary Smith. Of course, he's going to have a cameo at Smith? least. No. I don't know if he's part of the family or just a one off. I just know he appears in it, which I mean, why would you not? Oh, I know because you haven't seen it, so I won't say. OK. Yeah, I I need to I need to finish it or start it, actually. Yeah. Um, He was also time in It's a Good Life segment of the Twilight Zone. Uh, Tommy Puck in Superboy, the 1991 show, which everyone forgets about. Uh, Kellen in Deep Space Nine and Lanier in Babylon 5. So this guy has a long, extensive history of sci-fis. Uh, we also have Russ Conway as Mr. Miller and uh, Judy, the chimpanzee, who she was in many, many shows back this time. Adam's yeah. Family. Debbie the Blue, uh, she was Debbie the Bloop in Lost in Space, Dr. Doolittle, uh, three character, three different chimps in Beverly Hillbillies. So she's a, I really hope they treated her well. <laughs> uh, I get real scared when animals get involved with shows back then. Oh, Tip, that is him. Okay. Sorry, I was looking the image up. Because <laughs> they do some changes and stuff in that new show, so... Yeah. Well, I mean, why would you not get the kid yeah. from the original show to appear? Yeah. That's just a given for me. I think he's in episode one. That would make sense. Yeah. That's pretty cool. He doesn't look that old either. Not as old as like Butch does. So. Oh, I'm sorry, Butch. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I meant like he just doesn't look as nearly as old, at least in this uh, shot here. But they might also have makeup on them, too. So. All right. So let's dive into episode Synopsis. 25. Come back, little Googie. That's how you pronounce it. That's weird. It's a weird fucking name for a kid. <laughs> I have a theory that we'll get to at the end with that name. All right. Grandpa is under the impression that he has accidentally turned Eddie's friend Googie into a monkey. Um, I'd also like to point out in this episode, uh, they say ape once. Apes yes, and monkeys are different. They're different. They are different. They are different. I will not. I have to emphasize they are different. So with that said, 
let's dive into this episode. Um, and uh, before we go, my only note I will read right now to you, Tivis, for comeback, little Googie. Googie is a dick. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> that is the only note I wrote down for this entire episode <laughs> because I was like, this kid's a fucking dick. Um, <laughs> you also oh, thought we already watched this one. I, I did think we already watched this one because I found, I realized, like, on my TV outside, Wow, that sounds so bad. <laughs> you have a TV outside? <laughs> yes. I live in Florida, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> so we were, I was, uh, we, we turned stuff on while we're cooking and shit outside. And there's a channel that does nothing but the Munsters and uh, Munsters, Adam's Family and Bewitch, like all the old school TV land shows they play on there. And I watched this episode just like a few weeks ago, probably right before Christmas. And so I sat down and was watching this episode. And I was texting you. I was like, dude, we've already seen this episode. Like, did they reuse footage? Or and I was like, no, this is 100% an episode I just watched. Like, I was so confused for a moment. Don't you do? So I've seen this episode twice now within the last few weeks. You good? My cat's trying to grab my foot. Oh. All right. So... Uh, let's dive into episode 25. Uh, did you say when this aired? I don't, I don't know. Did I? Uh, March 11th, 1965. Awesome. All right. So uh, do you want to start this out? Sure. Uh, we open on Marilyn playing the piano and grandpa and Herman reading, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Lily walks in and starts brushing off dust from Herman and the couch to prepare for company. Uh, grandpa says, uh, sh- <laughs> she's asking them all to, uh, you know, be, be on their best behavior for Eddie's new friend. Yeah. And she says, grandpa, you specifically, when you ask for ketchup, stop saying, shoot me the plasma, which is something I am now <laughs> going to start doing. That'd be awesome. Okay. Go to a restaurant and do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I need some more plasma, please. <laughs> I gotta chase my cat out from under my technical desk. difficulties. Beep. Animal difficulties, uh, more like. Yeah, yeah. So, so we set this up. Uh, Eddie's having another little boy coming over. They make a big deal about this every time Eddie has a friend coming over. It's so weird. Well, it's probably a good <laughs> thing he has friends. Yeah. Uh, at least this time Herman doesn't think it's his own son, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like previous episodes. Um, so forgot about that. Uh, we get Googie shows up and he just shows up, uh, with, uh, Eddie, of course he has a dumbass name. Um, <laughs> do you want to give like why you think his name is that or do you want to wait until the end for i will that? wait okay the end. i don't i didn't know when you wanted to do that so um yeah, yeah. so uh, he he's he gives he really likes Marilyn when they introduce yeah uh, just go yeah because right. it's like uh, this i i didn't know it uh, i hate that kid (laughs) he's such a dick man he's like tries to be nice to everybody 
Except for at the right moment. Only the men. He's yeah. nice to the women. Yeah. And uh, well, didn't he pull the chair out for grandpa too? Or no? No, that was no, Herman. We'll that get to her. that. Yeah. Uh, so he, he, you know, he's real nice to Lily, real nice to Marilyn. He goes to grandpa. He calls him a penguin, which I'm pretty <laughs> sure this is the second time we've heard this. And it's hilarious every time. Uh, Googie then goes to shake Herman's ham and shocks him with one of those hand buzzers. And mm-hmm. then uh, Lily tells them to go upstairs. The whole family comes in, even Marilyn, who he's nice to. And they're like, they hate him. They hate him already. He yeah. just got there. And the raven pops his head out and goes, I'm getting the hell out of here. Just fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of like i don't know almost i don't want to say dennis the menace because he was actually a nice kid <laughs> but i don't mean to be distracted about this the cat started chewing on cords lately get, get, so i'm trying get, to keep an eye on her get, get in the butt uh so they're preparing for dinner uh herman blows the candles out before dinner which i'm like are, are you supposed to have the candles for in dinner ambiance but as he does this they all start drooping his horrible breath i mean it makes sense with that crazy ass kid he might burn their fucking house down. <laughs> that's true uh so Grandpa calls the kids down and he's like, I'm going to pull my own prank. He's got a giant rat trap he's waiting to kill Gookie with. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I'm just going to use, he gave me a buzzer. I'm just going to try, you know, use my own trick on him. <laughs> he's like, what the hell? <laughs> it's like those things where you see people like in movies, they still do that shit today. It's like, you know, somebody smacks somebody upside the head while they're on the toilet or something. Then next thing you know, that guy's like out about to blow his car up or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, it's actually interesting. Good that, jackass reference. Yeah. <laughs> Timely. Uh, so. Uh, Meryl wants to send the kid home. Mm-hmm. And, Lily's like, no, we got to be kind to him. He's Eddie's friend. And Herman, I put this quote down because I really liked it. Herman says this line, being kind to people is like investing in a bank. Mm -hmm. When you put kindness in, you get kindness back with interest. (laughs) (laughs) Which uh, now are you doing it to be kind or are you doing it so others will be kind back to you because if you're doing it with the intention of having the same treatment back onto you is it really you being kind from your bottom of your heart or are you doing it because of benefits for yourself i've always had the belief that it doesn't matter what self motivates you to put good into the world as long as you're putting good in the world that's all that matters even like, if- you could be the most selfish you know dick of a person doing it for your own gain but if it's being beneficial to others just let it happen <laughs> yeah but at the same uh, i understand that part but then yeah. you, i'm thinking like within your own personal being like how are you to feel about that, uh, like I'm only doing this because it benefits we're me going in the, the long morals. run. 
<laughs> this whole show's I, about morals. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I hated ethics class. I don't know if I said that on the show or not. I hated ethics. <laughs> so we're doing the whole show on the good place then right <laughs> oh god i mean i'm for that show is awesome right uh, but oh boy <laughs> all right anyways back to uh reality and out of ethics yeah Goki <laughs> is nice to all the women not so much to grandpa and then offers to pull a, uh you know he pulls the chair out for lily and pushes it in for her as she sits down he offers to do the same for herman and just takes the chair into another room yeah <laughs> And Grant, what is, is it? Marilyn and Grandpa is like, how's that interest going? Yeah, it's a uh, poor Herman, man. Yeah. And I wonder what made them decide to use her. Uh, well, I guess because Herman's the more comedic one of, at falling than Grandpa would be. So. A big guy fall down has always been an American pastime. Yep. That's the big show. <laughs> America's funniest home videos. <laughs> Rip Bob Saget. Yes, yeah. Hey, another one. Okay. <laughs> um so they're in the kitchen. Marilyn tells Eddie he needs to send Cookie home. Can I note that their sink is steaming? Why was the sink steaming? Was there something in it? She was washing dishes, but it was like billowing steam so like, I, what? maybe they're just implying that it, it's super hot but it doesn't affect her touch you know, like touching the water and stuff like that to just yeah, what and, kitchen sink gets that hot like boiling it usually takes forever to get it lukewarm really mine gets super hot man super fast well, you live in florida probably uh, living in ohio <laughs> again that that has nothing to do with it the water heaters are still in the garage and shit (laughs) like ours is in the basement just get an electric water heater and you'll be good (laughs) we can't do that yeah you can not in ohio yeah you can we'll talk about this after the (laughs) tankless water heater (laughs) there you go Um, all right, go so on. <laughs> Spot starts scratching to come in, and Lily gets mad because last time he did this, he ripped the back porch off. Yeah. And Herman goes to yell at him, and fire just comes in through the door in response as Spot is, you know, obviously breathing fire at him. Mm-hmm. So Herman, uh, oh, we find out Googie is in the lab with Grandpa. Oh yeah, <laughs> who is going to end up killing who here? He's showing uh, Googie all these things, which is interesting. That Grandpa's being—he's actually nice right now. Yeah. He's showing his lab he's off. He's putting and an stuff effort and in, he, which is why I got concerned. I'm like, Grandpa's going to kill this kid. <laughs> uh, then Remember we get those a quick holes cut. in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, get a quick, uh, quick uh, cut back to Herman, who uh. slams his fist on the table, breaking their table. And then he just gathers it up to feed the spot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, that was just a weird little breakaway moment that I don't think it had any no. place in the story, but it was kind of neat. They, they feed they feed spot table scraps. Yeah. Um. But down in the, the lab, I'm sorry, did yeah. you say this already? We're oh, no, we're getting more. Uh, okay. 
Grandpa shows him his instant forth. disguise potions, which we yeah. saw in the very first episode we watched. Yep. So that was a cool little callback. Uh, Ed Googie says that he likes the one that he's wearing. <laughs> uh, then we cut to he's like, what's in this chest? And this is one of the coolest things about this episode. Grandpa goes, oh, that's my old war stuff. He opens it up and there's a ton of pinup pictures. Yeah. These are various classic horror film characters. Yep. We got uh, Lon Chaney as Phantom of the Opera. Uh, Lon Chaney again as Vampire in London after midnight. Uh, we got Mr. Hyde from the Abbott and Costello. Meet Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Mm-hmm. Uh, Borla, Boris Karloff from the 1935 The Raven. Bella Lugosi as Dracula. Uh, Lon Chaney Jr. as the Wolfman, the Gilman from the Creature of the Black Lagoon, the Werewolf from Hammer's Curse of the Werewolf, and one of the Mole People. And there's obviously more in there, but mm. those are the ones that I took note of the most. So, no, there's a bunch of them, and there's really cool to to see, and and yeah. you get like you know because they are like quote unquote pinups, you know. Mm. Maybe that's how Lily's brother is a werewolf because Grandpa was in the werewolves. <laughs> so could be. Uh, we find out that Grandpa just has nitroglycerin just laying around, which makes sense. Uh, I would say that's irresponsible, but it, it's totally in character. Coogie mm. asks Grandpa if he can. Uh, oh, he points at a potion. This is what starts this conversation. It's a potion to turn frogs and the princess and uh googie says well can you turn me into anything you know it's crap goes oh, yeah i could turn you into a horse a crocodile a unicorn a rock and roll singer a jackass uh, yeah <laughs> and googie goes what about a rabbit he goes oh i could do that that's no problem so my note here is this is your death wish kid <laughs> Yeah, uh, he because he uh, he, he challenges Grandpa that he can't do it. Right, uh, but also while Grandpa's back was turned, he does add some shit to his. But I think it was the nitroglycerin. He puts the nitroglycerin in the potion. In the potion. Um. Yep. And then he keeps on antagonizing Grandpa, and Grandpa's like, "All right, fine. I'll I'll turn you into blah 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 at this time. A rabbit at this time. Whatever." So Googie goes upstairs to find Eddie as Grandpa starts stirring his potion, and boom. Yeah, that takes a little bit of time for payoff, but it's well worth the wait. Uh, it, so Googie's outside with Eddie. He's like, hey, let's go downtown. I want to play a prank on your grandpa. And Eddie's like, I don't want to. Mm. Like, They're adults. That's what we're kids. This is what we do. <laughs> so let's go. <laughs> right. Uh, Lily then asks where grandpa is. At that precise second is when the potion blows up. Grandpa comes flying through into the rafters, which is the first time we see them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it does take a while for this to happen. Nitroglycerin would have worked a lot faster, but you know, we'll let it go for comic's sake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now we're getting ready to turn Googie into a rabbit, which I'm like, uh, Grandpa should be ready to kill this kid. <laughs> Uh, maybe that's what he was going to do when he was a rabbit <laughs> yeah he's got a- curtains and stuff to uh, hide the transformation to yeah. make it more of a, a, a show a spectacle yeah yes and so 
He does the spell, opens it up. There's a chimp. Mm-hmm. So the kid went downtown to get a chimp. Who is selling chimps? I think he said he got it from. It's a pet store. A it pet was store. Alan's pet store, I believe. He, it's on the cage. Did he say he stole it? He probably did, the little bastard. I think he lay there on. He says he stole it. So. Yeah. Well, Eddie is impressed and then asks him to turn it back. Herman says, why? It's an improvement. Yeah. All right. Grandpa then tries to undo it, but the chimp is still there. Herman begins freaking out that Lily's going to find out about this. Grandpa says, look, I'll use this amazing superpower I have. It's what put Lincoln in the White House. And then he starts the incantation and smoke starts pouring out of his ears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, um, Chip's still there. Um, d- Who says monkey in this? All of them do at one point or another. Yeah. Okay. Just so people know, chimpanzees are apes. Um, so are humans, by the way. <laughs> we are classified are you... as apes. Chimpanzees. Earlier you said a chimp isn't an ape. Chimpanzees, bonobos, orangutans, gibbons, gorillas, and humans are all apes. Huh. National so Geographic right. says so. All right. National Geographic, if that's your real name. <laughs> if you so, have any true facts yeah. <laughs> so Herman says there's only one thing to do and Crep was like what's that go downtown and buy some bananas <laughs> cut to Googie nearby with an open cage laughing hysterically so they're in the lab now as grandpa oh wait no I skipped a part uh, Eddie wants to hang out with them and watch uh, them turn Googie back, but Herman's like, hey, go upstairs. So they're in the lab trying to figure this out. Grandpa's like, well, we could just let evolution evolution do it, but it's going to take a while. Yeah, it was like 260,000 years or some <laughs> shit like that, he says. Yeah. <laughs> so Herman says, well, why don't you use your prince potion? Well, no, before, <laughs> before that, Herman's like, well, he's got to be back to school by Monday. <laughs> he like, gets <laughs> frantic <laughs> for a second. <laughs> and then he yeah. goes into the whole potion thing. Which which is a cool little, you know, we just the nitroglycerin thing for no reason. Grandpa goes, I've been working on that for five years and all I got is five sick frogs and something else. It's basically saying the potion sucks. Um, Eddie's outside now. Googie appears from out of nowhere, revealing that he's not the chimp and then blackmails him by saying that he's going to pin the whole thing on Eddie if he tells anyone. So let's go to the movies now. This kid is such a dick. Yeah, he just wants to go. Um, Eddie's like, "Well, I'm gonna tell on you." Yeah, and he's like, "Well, if you tell on me, I'm just gonna tell your mom and dad that it was all your fault. All you, you did it all, all of it, every single thing." Did you already say that? You're like shaking your head, like you said that. No, I'm just like, oh. God, this kid is the worst. I was about to say, I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> so but at yeah, that point. He's a dick. Yeah. Uh, Googie's parents, they call 
and the we, Lily and Meryl are like, oh my god, we're getting rid of this little fuck. Yeah. Which is funny because he's not being mean to them. Yeah. But they're sick of him, so. Well, uh, I mean, that's that's what a good wife would do. You know, you know, you, you, someone's treating your husband bad. Someone's treating your your dad bad. You know, shit like that. Yeah. I mean, if someone pulls the chair out from under me, it's okay to laugh. It's yeah, big guy fall down. But I think uh, the, the 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 continuation of the events, not just one thing, but like multiple things going forward. Yeah, I could see how that could get annoying real quick for yeah. anyone else. And they're used to having like you know Eddie seems like the poster child for like great you know not really throwing fits and shit like that or doing stupid shit to his parents. They he shows respect, and this kid yeah. isn't really showing respect, especially. And it's also one thing to do these jokes to people that you know or have known for a while, then versus when you just met them. There's a, there comes yeah. a respect issue there. So I can see why they would be pissed off and annoyed at it. Cause yeah, there's not so any respect. Lily calls down into the dungeon is like, Hey, so the kid, the parents with the kid back and grandpa, be- grandpa gets real stressed. Like yeah. the most stressed I've seen him in this show. Yeah. Uh, it's funny what they do though. They just like, we're just gonna fucking take the monkey or the the, the chimpanzee back. Well, Herman replies with a bunch of uh, primate jokes, and Grandpa's like, "Will you stop?" Yeah. So yeah, they dress the chimp up in the kid's clothes, hoping that people will buy it, and uh, then they go to take him home. Lily and Meryl come back with a. They come in through the backyard with groceries, so I'm guessing they took the car. Mm. Uh, yeah. They begin talking shit. I I wrote begging and not begin, so uh-huh. I, that threw me on my own notes. <laughs> they're, they're, they are not, like, they are so happy that kid is gone. <laughs> but then we get Herman and uh, Grandpa walking to their house. He's like, now, let's not have any long conversations with the parents. And Grandpa's like, I plan on just ringing the bell and running. <laughs> <laughs> So grandpa takes the chip down, which is shocking. I figured he would have Herman do it. Right. Uh, well, grandpa, yeah, he rings the doorbell. The dad so. comes out. He's like, here's your kid. All right. Bye. Yeah. So he goes inside with him and all of a sudden you just hear him yell. Why? <laughs> he comes out. What did you do to my kid? <laughs> I, I think it was a good choice though, to make grandpa do it because he is the one responsible for the mutation or quote unquote mutation. Or transformation. The magic. Yeah. yeah. Transmutation. There we go. Um, so. Transmogified your kid. De-evolutionized the kid. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I thought that was a good choice for that rather than Herman doing it. And Grandpa can yeah. move faster than uh, Herman in this suit anyways. So he can get back quicker. <laughs> well, as they're running home. The dad furiously calls the monster's house, which mm-hmm. Lily answers the phone and is confused by what is he sees, uh, you know, what's going on. Because Eddie and Googie walk in through the front door. Lily's like, oh, your kid's here. I thought they took him back. The dad's like, I'm coming to get him. He's <laughs> like, all right. So as Grandpa and Harmon are sneaking in through the back door again, you know, uh, 
they're worried someone will call the police. Uh, well, Herman specifically is worried about them calling the police. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I noticed they have a second set of stairs from their k- kitchen, which maybe I've noticed before. I don't know. But I don't think we've ever seen them use them. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. But so uh, they <laughs> see Googie and they're like, oh, your spell must have finally kicked in. <laughs> their whole plan was to sneak into the dungeon, by the way, and hide for 20 to 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> Herman's like, I need to go get some new socks. Then. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, Googie's dad comes down with Googie from the stairs. And they're like, oh, he just came to collect his trunk of clothes. We forgot it. He's like, he, uh, Googie's dad talks to Lily. He's like, could you come outside for a minute? I have to tell you something or show you something. So she goes out there. There's, uh, Judy, Judy, the chimp. Mm-hmm. And she's, Lily's confused. She's like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll take the, the monkey off your hands, I guess. But. Uh, she knows grandpa's the one who left it and she's like all right well i'm gonna figure out what this is about right as she comes back inside with judy uh herman and grandpa see it as oh god he changed back and they both faint (laughs) they do Uh, have the monkey after like don't they just end up keeping the monkey well well we don't know i guess they're sitting around the living room as Eddie is explaining everything that happened. Uh, Herman and Grandpa are furious. Lily begins lecturing him. And Meryl even steps in a bit with like, well, you shouldn't listen to people like that. Uh, you know, and Herman plans to go over and tell Googie's father exactly how he's failed as a parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, oh, that's going to go over well. Then he turns and smiles at Judy. Uh, Judy, then books it out of the house and like well i guess she's going back to the pet store (laughs) that's how the episode ends yeah it's even though judy's been around herman all day she then runs for it at the end why uh why not just keep the monkey that would have been the cool extra castmate or not monkey sorry i even did it see the chimp why not just keep the chimp in the show that would have been the cool one i guess they have way too many animals already to keep track of but well that most of chimps them are, are unpredictable and hard to work with yeah but all their other animals are fake except for the cat like come on yeah well they have a real raven every now and then we should start we should have our own show where the main character is a is an ape now i sound like i'm drinking don't i <laughs> <laughs> a little bit I, I promise I'm not drinking it's too early for that <laughs> so some trivia yes trivia for uh, episode 25 this title is based on the 1952 movie come back little Siba uh, Sheba Siba I thought you were about to say come back little shit <laughs> S-H-B-A I S-H-E- don't know how to spell it S-H-E-B-A yeah Sheba? no S-E-B-A S E B A, yeah. Seba, Seba. Hmm. No I'm clue. not familiar with this movie, but yeah. 
So that's that's all I got besides the pinup pictures, which I had to look up so some of the actors from that. What is your Oh, uh, the reason I think the kid's name is Googie is because it's similar to Judy. And every other time that this chimp has been in any other show, she's mm-hmm. just gone by her name, Judy. Gotcha. So I think they were trying to make it easy on her to um, understand. Sibo is also the name of one of the sons of Cush. It's from Genesis 10, verse 7. It's a Bible Does that thing. have anything to do with the movie? I'm trying to figure that out, but I'm not seeing nothing. Unless the, the movie is based on that. Which back then it probably could have been. Um. So do you you said you had an, a, a reasoning possibly by the Googie by his I just name? Said what? That it's similar to Judy, the chimp's name. Oh, that's it? <laughs> yeah. I thought there was going to be more to that. No, I just I think they picked a stupid ass name so that it'd be easier on the chimp. Well, uh, it's Sheba with an H, by the way, that movie. Is it? Did I misspell it? Yep. Okay, that makes way more sense. They're stuck in a deadening and loveless marriage. Doc, who dropped out of medical school. Okay. No wonder I had trouble pronouncing. (laughs) Yeah. Shirley Booth is in there. And Burt Lancaster. Dun dun. There you go. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) I I kind of enjoyed this one. Um, I think I mostly enjoyed it because uh, Lost in Space is one of my favorites from back in this era. Yeah. Well, so just seeing the kid from that. Yeah, watching watching him be an asshole on this. I yeah. wish Dr. Smith would have killed him already. Jeez. <laughs> danger, danger, Googie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was an okay episode, yeah. Like I said, uh, when I started watching it, I was like, dude, I've watched this already. And... I literally thought we had talked about this episode before, but apparently it was just uh, me watching it a couple weeks beforehand, too. So it's always fun. I guess I was like, dude, this is literally everything. And then it came on because I watched these back to back episode 24 and 25. And with Mm -hmm. 24 starting like another episode that we had watched, I was like, wait, yeah. wait, (laughs) I was like really thinking I put in like like started the wrong uh shows or something like i was looking through because i still pull them the dvds out um and for those who haven't heard before too if you want to pick up the exact copy that we're watching um it's just the uh the complete set tivis has it in his background if you're watching the video um i don't have mine on anywhere and it's up up here somewhere on one of these shelves out of frame actually uh so it's a complete box set it's a green with all four of the people and uh you could get it on amazon i think it was the 2010 release of the movie of the series because it came with a bunch more stuff than the newer release does actually so and it was only like 10 bucks on Amazon and 20 on at like Walmart or some shit like that. I think I saw it at Walmart for 20 bucks recently. 
But yeah, um, I enjoyed the episode to a point. Like you said, like Lost in Space. Yeah, I, I recognize the kid right away uh, with that. And but just seeing him as an asshole is just like, oh man, he's a good asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm curious to know what else he did um, during his time as a child actor because you know he he did do a TV show, so I know he's that probably took quite a, a list. Does, did he? Oh yeah. Okay. I'll have to go back through and check some of his older stuff out as a child actor because I'm curious to see where where his range was at because I've only seen him now in this and Lost in Space. And apparently I saw him as an adult in Lost in Space, so <laughs> I just didn't realize it was him. Um, yeah, I enjoyed this episode. Uh, I enjoyed both episodes, but like I said, episode 24 out of these two was probably my favorite one from these two that we just watched. Um, I love, uh, love locked out. So yeah, I don't know what else to say. Besides yeah, these were a good couple episodes. Yeah, there was a, all right. I think right. after last episode we did, uh, which we didn't feel that strongly about either of those. It's right. nice to get back into, you know, some some good ones. Okay. Yeah. So you got any last words for me, man? Uh, we'd love to hear what you guys think. You know, did you enjoy these? Let us know. Uh, send us an email. How can they contact us? <laughs> at the monstercast at gmail.com. Oh, nope. All right. So see we this is why i do all that stuff <laughs> yes i don't know why you asked me. <laughs> i'm just curious um sorry Via guys the internet so you can uh find us on every social media platform that most people use uh we're boomers so facebook gets used a lot more um so you can find us all at the monster cast it's just easier for advertising stuff as for well Facebook I mean, and who stuff, the yeah. hell wants that character limit when they're trying to tell people hey we're having fun right damn it twitter um so and then instagram and facebook work back to back with each other which is nice because they're both owned by zuckerberg anyways meta it's so meta they're getting sued for that that's another show we talk about that on um so good uh, you can find us on all the socials and on YouTube at The MonsterCast. And then as Tiva said, if you want to let us know how your thoughts, things like that, you can comment us on Facebook and let us know your thoughts too. Um, message us on Facebook. Uh, comment us or add us on Twitter about your thoughts about these episodes that we talked about or the episode that you're listening to right now of this podcast. If you want to just you know, talk shit about us or praise us, thank us uh, for what we're doing, anything. I don't give a crap. Um, do all that and as Tiva said though if you want to directly contact us it's uh, themonstercast at outlook.com um, and we respond to those emails we both have access to all of these things so one way or I'm another I'm mostly on the Facebook yeah. uh, mic is everywhere else yeah so one way or another though you'll hear back from me or Tivis. it's not going to be some robot not any you know anything like that so mm-hmm. cool um, so yeah got last thing Did you know it hit me we're over halfway done with season, What's season one? one, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, if people don't know too, for the final episode of the podcast for season one, anyways, we will be doing the we will be doing season two, it won't be their last, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we'll be doing season two, but it was the final episode for this season of uh, 
of the show and everything, we'll be doing the original pilot episode that we skipped because we didn't want to start the the show off with the pilot, which I know some people probably think is weird. But I like it because now we're watching and getting you know, to know these characters. It wasn't even available until 2000s. So. Really? It's on our DVDs, though. So that's yeah. cool. That's another bonus about our DVD set. It's on the DVDs. So, um, But yeah, I just thought it would be a better situation to watch the show. And then we'd be able to compare and contrast a lot more. And that will be one whole episode by itself. So we have a little more time to talk about the differences and things that we like or don't like about the pilot and the characters. Cause there are different characters and stuff like that too. So, all right. Uh, with that said, Tivis, um, final word, uh, join us next week for monsters or I'm sorry, far out monsters and monsters on the move. Awesome. Come back. Little Googie. Come back. <laughs> With that said, guys, thank you very much for showing Stay up gone, to Googie another. Go- Stay in space. <laughs> thank you for showing up to another episode of the Monster Cast, and uh, we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be tall or short, or fat or thin or ugly. size of your heart and the strength of your character.